Welcome to Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Are you looking for a genuine relationship with God to experience His joy and His love, eliminate doubt and fear in your life, and find your God-given purpose? Today on Freedom Talk, you'll find answers in today's message through God's Word. Now, let's join Pastor Robert. The title of the message today is Things to Remember in a Storm. Things to Remember in a Storm. We all have storms in in life. In fact, we didn't know it, but there's a storm coming tonight. I didn't even realize that. It was not even in the forecast, but we have rain coming tonight. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for that. And we got a whole bunch of rain, from what I can see, coming in about a week or so, and that's wonderful for our drought-stricken land, right? But the many times in life, we go through storms, and storms go all the way back to the beginning of time, the fall of mankind, set in motion a disruption in everything. The way things many times are out of control, thank God he's in control, but we live in a fallen world, and that's the reality of, of life. Storms come. In me saying that, I'm not prophesying a storm over us or prophet because we've got enough storms to deal with, right? In fact, you may be going through one right now, and you say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm, I'm going through it right now, and I, I get that. And we, we go through a storm, we finish it, and we think the storms are all done. And then all of a sudden, a few months later, another storm of another sort uh, comes up. Storms are a, po- a part of life, but it is very important in how we navigate those storms. And so that's what I want to talk about today. There's diff- different kinds of storms, and storms happen for different reasons. There are storms, according to the Bible, according to the Word of God, there are storms that God sets in motion in order to show his glory and his miracle power. I'm going to show you examples of that today. You say God's stirring things up? Well, you, we'll see. You tell, we'll take a look at that. And there are storms that happen also because of the enemy. We see that in the book of Job. We're actually reading through that right now, where Job went through a major storm, but it was all coming from the enemy. You know, how did he face that? Well, we know that in the end, God blessed him and gave him more than he had in the beginning when all was said and done. And then there are storms that happen because of our own doing. Have you ever been in a storm? Because how many of you, to be honest, you created your own storm, right? Through disobedience, through, through sin, and you, you started it, and you say, oh, my goodness, look what I did. And it's, it's happening. It's happening. I shouldn't have done it. And now here, here we are. There are storms of our own doing. And then there are storms that happen because God is trying to get our attention. We know that from the story of Jonah, right? God said, go do this. He went the other way. And God said, nope, I've got an assignment for you, and you're not listening, so I need to get you from here to over here, and the way that I'm going to do it is put you through a storm so you'll wake up. And so sometimes God is trying to get our attention through a storm. There are storms that happen because other people have made them happen in our lives, whether intentional or unintentional. 
and we have to deal with that. And, and sometimes that is not fun because you think to yourself, man, had they uh, not done that or made that choice or made that decision, I wouldn't be in the storm that I'm in right now, but I have to navigate through this. And so storms will come. They will come all the way until Jesus comes back and makes things right. Today, I want to show you some things to remember when the storm comes, all right? Things to remember when the storm comes. Number one, remember to read the Bible when the storm comes. Remember to read the Bible when the storm comes. You know, the scriptures, like I'm thinking of Psalms and Proverbs, when you're going through a tough time or you're going through a storm, read through those Psalms. Read through because there's things in there that will help you. Give you they'll give you wisdom. They'll give you understanding. They'll give you comfort. They'll give you instruction and guidance during those times when it's tough and during those times when the storm takes place. The words of Jesus, you read the words of Jesus through a storm. Jesus talked about a storm, actually, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Let's take a look at that. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, then whoever hears the word of God and does what the word says, then I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came. Does that sound like a storm? Yes. And the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So build your life on the foundation, the solid foundation of the word of God, and let that be the word that, that reminds you during those tough times that your life is built on the rock. doesn't matter what comes your way. You're going to be just fine because you're, you're, I mean, if you picture the, the rock that you are on, that the, when you place your life in the center of Jesus Christ, you're on this massive, massive rock that nothing can get to. Nothing can, can challenge the rock of who God is. And he says, when that storm comes, you're going to be just fine. You're going to sail through just fine. Because, and have you noticed that with believers? They're going through an awful storm. And you say, how are you doing? You say, well, I've got a, got a lot of God's peace. And I'm, 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 I'm doing fine. God's, God's got me in this. And it's a wonder. It's a miracle. And then other people who are not, don't have that foundation, their lives fall apart in the storm. And that's what Jesus is saying here. So Jesus used this illustration to talk about navigating the storm. He also, in storms, Jesus, when you talk about the word of God, he used the word of his mouth to combat a storm. If you look at Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go across the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and began to fill with water. And in Israel, I've been there, and they say that does happen there. Uh, storm waves come, and they, it looks just like an ocean, They, our tour guide said, in the Sea of Galilee. A fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping 
in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Is Jesus freaked out in the middle of the storm? No, he's sleeping. He's probably exhausted, too, through all the ministry, but he's not freaking out. And the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he, what did he do? He starts speaking. He rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then Jesus asked them, Why are you afraid? And he asked the same of us. In the middle of the storm, I'm resting. I'm totally at peace. But why are you afraid if you know that I'm with you? That's what Jesus is saying. And so do you have no faith? Do you, you do not trust God? Do you not trust me? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other, even the wind and the waves obey him. Who's in charge? Jesus is in charge. Our heavenly father is in charge and you can trust in him. You can trust his heart towards you as well. His heart towards you is always good. So read the word of God in the storm and declare his word. That's the first thing to remember. The second thing to remember in a storm is remember God's miracles from the past. Remember God's miracles from the past. Psalm 105 verse 1 through 5 says, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Sing to him. Yes, sing praises. Tell everyone about his wonderful deeds. Exult in his holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. And then look at verse 5. Remember the wonders he has performed, his miracles and the rulings or the judgments that he has given. Remember the miracles. Remember the wonders that he has done. You know, both the children of Israel and the disciples saw the miracle working power of God. You talk about going through the Red Sea and seeing their enemies completely destroyed. You talk about the disciples and all the miracles that they observed and watched with the Lord Jesus Christ. And truth be told, you and I have been watching miracle after miracle happen in our life since we came to Jesus. Amen? The biggest miracle is the day that you got saved. I've seen some of you were maybe living before you came to Jesus. And I say to myself, then, that was a miracle. And my own life, that was a miracle that I got saved. That's the first miracle, and then there's been one miracle after another. But isn't it wonderful that when you're going through a tough time, maybe you're, oh, no, there there goes the provision again. I need to pray for provision. And then you feel like the anxiety start to creep up on you again. What do you do in those moments? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can't go down the road of being anxious anymore in this storm. I got to remember that every time God has come through, every time he has been faithful, every time there's been food on the table. Amen? Yeah. Amen. And that helps you. It helps you to, to just relax and rest in the fact that if God came through before, he's going to come through again. Amen. 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 He saved you. He's provided for you. He's healed you. And he's going to do it again. When you're in the storm... You can thank to yourself, God, I just lift up worship and praise to you. Hallelujah. You're going to do it again. You're going to do it again. There's been times 
in our, our own family, there's been times in our church where things gotten really lean and miracles came through. Miracles came through. And if you ever go through those times again, I just remind myself, God, you are faithful and you're going to do it again. So remember God's miracles from the past. He's going to come through for you again. And then number three, things to remember in a storm. Remember to focus on Jesus rather than the storm. I know that sounds simple. It sounds, you know, okay, pastor, that was an easy one. Actually, all these are pretty easy. But we sometimes we forget, right? Remember to focus on Jesus rather than the storm. And it's easy to get our eyes off of Jesus when the storm, for especially when it first hits. But remember, he will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed or focused on him. Isaiah, that's from Isaiah 26.3. You remember when Peter got into a storm, Jesus w- was, was there. He showed up. When he focused on Jesus, the, the miracle happened. He was able to walk on water with Jesus. But when he got his eyes off of Jesus and onto the circumstance, he sunk. Let's take a real quick look at that. Matthew chapter 14, verse 29. Peter went over the, the side of the boat to walk on the water towards Jesus. He saw Jesus doing this in the storm. He said, Jesus, call me to come out there. At your word, at your command, I will come out there. Jesus said, come on out, man. Come on out. When Peter saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Oh, let's let those words ring true. When he saw the storm, he began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. There's the focus back. And Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. Have you so little faith? Jesus said, why do you doubt me? Why do you doubt me? He says the same thing to us when we're going through the storm. Why? Don't doubt me. Don't doubt me. I'm going to come through for you. When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him. You really are the son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep your focus on Jesus in the storm. There was a a commercial flight I was on one time that just went out of control. It was, we were flying over Southern California. We're going over the Santa Clarita area. There's a lot of mountains there. And some kind of wind gust came up, and it was absolutely horrible. I don't know if you've been in a plane when there's turbulence and it's out of control. This was out of control. And I noticed when we first got on the plane, before we ever started the plane, there was, have you ever seen it when uh, an extra pilot, you know, he's transferring from one plane to another, or he's going from one place to another, and he'll just come and be a passenger. So there was a pilot that was about three or four rows ahead of me sitting. I noticed as soon as we sat down, he was sitting uh, just, just where I could see him, and he was on this flight with us. So when we hit those turbulence, I thought to myself, I'm going to keep my eyes on this pilot. And if he starts freaking out, then I know we're in trouble. And we started going through the worst of it, and I thought, this is crazy. This is, this is nuts. And I'm looking at him, and he's reclining. He's like half asleep through it all. And I, I just kept looking at him, just kept looking at him. All right, he's fine. He's calm. We're okay. We're okay here. We're going to make it through this. And it's the same with the Lord Jesus Christ. When we're going through it, you have an expert in storms. 
Amen. You have an expert and you just keep your eyes focused on him. Hey, he's calm. He's calm. He's even he's even falling asleep. He's doing great. He's doing he's doing fine. I'm just going to stay focused on him. I have nothing to worry about in this storm. Amen. So stay focused on Jesus in the midst of your storm. And then number four, things to remember in a storm. Remember that Jesus is in the storm with you. Another simple thing, simple thing. Look at Matthew 14, 22. Jesus insisted that the disciples get back into the boat and cross to the side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them. Now, just uh, as a point of remembering how we started this message, who sent Jesus? Who who did Jesus send into these waters? He sent the disciples. He sent he sent them into a storm. But these disciples are on God's training program. They're they're being trained by Him to have faith, to trust Him. I believe creating a circumstance where He's going to be glorified, where a miracle is going to happen, and He's going to train them to trust. In him through whatever they go through in life, you trust in me. So we've got a little training ground happening here on the Sea of Galilee. And what happens in the middle of that storm? Jesus appears right in the middle of the storm. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them and said, don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. So Jesus is training us. I want you to see something else very interesting about this. When the disciples first see Jesus walking on the water towards them, they think that he's a phantom. They think that he is a ghost. Listen, you may not recognize God in the middle of your storm when it first hits. You will begin to see who God is in the middle of your storm, and that thing that looked like it was a phantom or a ghost appears, oh my goodness, Jesus is here. He's here with me. Because that storm can see so, seem so strong. I can't see God. I can't recognize where he is, and it's a f- terrifying thing. But then all of a sudden, it is revealed to you where he is. He's right there with you. He's walking towards you in the middle of that storm, and he's ready to be there for you in the middle of whatever it is that you're going through. Jesus also defies the elements of your storm because here he was walking on the water, defying natural law, defying the elements and walking on water. And he says to you, come on out here and walk in the miracle with me in the middle of your storm. Amen. Amen. So remember that Jesus is with you in the middle of your storm. And then number five, things to remember in a storm. Remember that God loves you. First John four eighteen says there is no fear in love, 
but perfect love casts out fear. When you know that God loves you, when you know that you're loved by God, it doesn't matter what you're going through because you know that he loves you and he has your best interests at heart. He's going to see you through the thing that you're going through. Receiving the knowledge of God's love for you in the midst of the storm removes the fear of that storm. God loves you and he's going to see you through it. Do you remember when you went through a storm when you were a kid, the thunder and the lightning? What is the first thing that you did? You jumped out of bed and you ran right to mommy or daddy and jumped right into their bed, right? And you, what did you do? You, you, you spent the rest of the night there. And what did they do? They, they took you in and said, it's going to be okay. You found a sense of peace and comfort in the arms of your father or your mother. The same is true when you are going through the terrifying moments of life, the scary moments of life. You do the same thing. You, you run to your father and you get into his arms of love. And in that love, that perfect love, it casts out all the fear that you might be experiencing. Receive his embrace in the middle of your storm. And sometimes it's not easy to receive that embrace because for whatever reason, you may think that well, God's out to get me or he's punishing me. No, no. He loves you and he doesn't hurt his children. Whenever we talk about these storms, and God has a hand in, in the storm, remember, it's to get your attention, like Jonah, who is being disobedient, or it's to show his glory. But other than that, God's not creating storms to, uh, oh, let's see how they handle this one, you know, or let's just destroy them. No, that's not. The, the enemy, the, the devil, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So you can know from God's heart that he loves you. He's watching out for your best. He will protect you. He will be there for you in the middle of the storm, and you can know his love for you in all of that. God will demonstrate his love to you in the storm. Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When you were in the storm of your lost life without Jesus, God demonstrated his love towards you in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. The greatest of all human storms is sin. By the way, sin caused all the other storms of life. It caused a, caused, caused a fallen world that we live in. And that won't end until Jesus returns. And we're looking forward to that day when we have a heavenly realm and a heavenly uh, new heaven and a new earth and all the chaos of this world will be done with. He said, I'm creating a new heaven and a new earth and it's going to be without sin. It's going to be without pain and suffering. It's going to be with nothing but good things ahead. So in the midst of our sin storm without Jesus, God demonstrated his love for us. He shows us his love by going to the cross. He rises from the dead and he says, I am triumphant for you and your storm will cease the minute you give your life to me. We give our life to Jesus. We surrender all to him. And then all those bad storms 
of a life without Christ go away because now you have Jesus walking on the water. Now you have Jesus working miracles for you. Now you have God's love at the center of your life through whatever you go through. Oh, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, give your life to him today and find the solid rock in your life. And when the storms come, you'll be doing just fine because God will be with you in the middle of that storm. Amen? Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Freedom Talk is all about equipping you to walk in God's freedom every day. With a focus on outreach, Freedom Church loves to be part of what God is doing all over the world, both locally and globally. You can join Freedom Church for services Sundays at 10 a.m. at 4065 Grass Valley Highway in Auburn. We'd love to meet you, pray with you, have you visit as a guest, or you can join online at freedom-church.tv. If you've enjoyed this message, we'd love to hear from you. To ask for prayer or say hello, visit our website and click on Connect Card at freedom-church.tv. Join us next week at this time as we continue our journey of freedom in God's Word on Freedom Talk. Freedom Talk.